Hey everybody, uh, hey. you're watching so many sequels and or listening, either one, whichever one. Um, That's, right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. All right. Do y'all remember how to do this? I know yeah. we're in the same place. She's again, back. But like goodness gracious, and better nothing, than ever. Nothing is actually well. changing. This is too much. Let's go, go well. back to Zoom. It's going well. I like Zoom better. I'm Josh. Have you guys missed me? I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. I'm Garrett. And I'm David. That was a weird way to go around in the circle, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you can see, we're back at the same table um, for the first time in a while. We've done um, like two months of, of episodes through Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought about everything, looked at everything, felt like we could try this again. So, welcome to the show. Yay. <laughs> That's right. Well, Welcome back. All right. I'm super excited to be back in a room. Yeah. Uh, talking movies. Yeah. You know, we did like most of the Men in Black movies from home. We did. We did most of the Matrix from home, but we're back for one more. Did we do the first Men in Black? In at, person, yeah. In person? We did that yep. in the department. So yeah. that's... Little known fact. Three, six movies we did. Mm-hmm. That sounds all right. On Zoom. Yeah, yeah, two, three. Wow. And we did that, uh, we did the, we did, oh, and we, uh, we live streamed. Matrix yeah. One. Yeah, that's true. We we did uh, as part of Soundstitute's Isolation Podfest. That that's right. Fun. That was fun. Hopefully, they invite us back for something like that. Yeah. This is weird to like look at everyone though. <laughs> it is. It's we gotta. You it actually does have feel, to, This does feel. Awkward. You can't just stare straight ahead and like just move just your eyes. Yeah, down. where I can we see you to... all in little boxes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> well, if this doesn't Let's go work back out, to Zoom, maybe I like we'll the distancing. We bring it back. Yeah, we got some good distance going on. Bring it back. Just nobody sneeze or cough. Um, so yeah, um, we have a little different setup this time. Hopefully it looks good. This is all an experiment for us. Yep. We're going to try it out. But anyway, uh, like David kind of was saying, we're finishing up the, the Matrix today with the Animatrix. That's right. Uh, it is a, um, collection of short, nine short films set inside the Matrix universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out in 2003, as did... Every single Matrix movie except the first one. <laughs> this one actually came out in between Reloaded and Revolutions. And it kind of, um... It just fills, it fills in some holes. Some places, yeah. In, um, well, I don't want to say holes because that implies, like, plot holes. And while there are plenty of those, I don't think those are the holes that this filled in. <laughs> no. no. This filled in more of, like, some backstory of right. the, uh, Sentinels yeah. and... Yeah. Uh, how they kind of took over humans and yeah, I, it's a really weird collection. Th- oh yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of what the Wachowskis were going for. Weird. Yeah, I think they always do. Yeah, and I think it in their turn in their world, weird is kind of good because they do set it. They they do have their own they do have their own way of crafting a universe, uh-huh. and I think that's really special about how they do it. Yeah. Um, and, and you can definitely see their influence. You can definitely see their influence of like anime, of Japanese kung fu films, even of noir on on their work. On their work, yeah. yeah. And and uh, there are uh, some of these short films you can clearly see some of these short and some of these short films you're just you're just kind of leaving like what? Mm-hmm. what yeah. Now what they now is going on. Now the Wachowskis actually didn't direct any of these, but they did write four of them. Yeah. Um, they were all directed um, and animated by. Uh, famous to soon to be famous uh, anime uh, creators, directors, artists, and uh, so you get you definitely get a sense of their influence, but you also get the infusion of what influenced them. You're right. Yeah, it, I just I, I also find it interesting that there's only one computer animated movie throughout these entire. There's nine movies, I think. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are nine. The, the the one the one movie that was computer animated was by. This uh, was by this company called Square Company, and the only other thing they made was Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Yeah, and yeah, I see that. Final right. Fantasy: The Spirits Within, Square Pictures was specifically built for that movie, hoping that movie was going to be this gigantic blockbuster. It flopped, and that company went down with it. That's a shame. And this is this is the only movie that this is the only movie the only that they, were, they produced. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So what did everyone think? Whatever. Shame. Tom Kenny was in this? There's a one of them. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Tom 
Yeah. I don't care. I'm sorry. I just don't. Listen, these were better than the other two, mm-hmm. than the last two, but not by much, if you want me to be real. I agree. And I think that uh, I was really into the first one. Um, the, what was it called? Final Flight the, of the Ostrich is what I kept Oh, going really? Up. You guys got Final Flight yeah. of, the, of Osiris first? Yeah. That's strange. Is that not so, what it no, was for my, you? my The version I watched, it started with the second Renaissance, mm-hmm. uh, the two-parter of those, and then Flight of Osiris was last. Oh, huh. Um, honestly, now, why probably, would that be a thing? Well, apparently... How did you watch it? Did you I watched it? I, I, I rented it, I rented it on, on Xbox. Okay, and I so guess Xbox has what I... Because what I, I dug into this out of curiosity, because they're listed in that order that you, you just talked about on Wikipedia. Yeah. And so I, I did some more research, and apparently there's a difference between the theatrical cut that was shown in a few places and the DVD cut. So hmm. I watched, I guess, what is the theatrical cut versus the DVD cut. I can't, as far as I can tell, nothing else is different other than they put Five Osiris last versus first. I think my main problem with this whole thing is that overall, I just, I don't know. A lot of the stories I didn't care about. Mm-hmm. I thought a lot of the stories were not good. Um, the the ones that you talked about, the second, oh, I wrote it down. Uh, the second Renaissance, hated them both. Thought oh, they were dumb. They well, were awful. Those were my favorite too. Oh, ugh. Yeah. Those are easily two of my top favorites. Oh, that were terrible. I didn't care. About um, absolutely terrible. Uh, but I like that first one. Why were they absolutely terrible? I didn't care. Okay, but that doesn't mean absolutely terrible. No, I mean, didn't I care. didn't... I think... It, I, I just... Listen, I know that it was the backstory, and it gave me a little bit about the backstory of the anime... Or of the Matrix, which is whatever. Cool. But I don't care about the world, so I don't care. Oh. Like... The, I yeah. didn't care about the backstory. Mm-hmm. Didn't have me hooked. Didn't think that the... I didn't personally like the animation. I, it sucked me out, and I did not care. Um, there was a lot of... And, you know, anime for a lot of people is win or lose. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some that I liked, some that I didn't like. Um, a lot of the stories just felt out of place and random mm-hmm. throughout this whole thing. Um, I wish they would have connected in some way, shape, or form mm-hmm. and told me a better overarching story. Um you can't always get what you want. But I was really interested in the first one. In fact, I wrote down that I would I would trade the last two Matrix movies for a five-season show. <laughs> yeah. Based on, like, a cartoon show of the anime, of the Matrix. I'd much rather have that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just didn't care. So, to, to juxtapose uh, against him slightly, Garrett and I think come from the same point of view. If you, were, if you watched our Matrix uh, Revolutions podcast, neither of us, by the end of watching the first three Matrix movies are excited about Matrix 4. Nope. I'm not terribly excited. And as I've spoken, as I said in the very first, our very first Matrix review, this is a franchise that never really grabbed me that I, I don't really care for um, in terms of the the, 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 the the universe. I'm just not invested. And like so like Garrett, I, I genuinely don't really care about a lot of the stories. That said, I actually really liked this. Um, whereas, whereas Garrett, I think your your inability to care kind of kind of stopped you. For me, I love that that it gave me basically what my main complaint was was I feel like there's not enough backstory to get you invo- invested in most of the characters or the history of the world. Like these last people of Zion, I don't, like I don't feel like I care. I'm invested in Neo because he's the person who's been get, I've been given the most real information on, and I care about Morpheus because he's his mentor. And you always like you always like mentors in movies. Let's face it. In this collection, you basically get nine films. You get three movies that expand, or you get um, sorry, you get two movies that expand the world to kind of build out the lore of the Matrix. You find out who struck first, you know, in terms of the human uh, machine war. You find out how that, how uh, it just devolved into, a, and honestly, a very realistic scenario of people, of it becoming about machine rights and about uh, humans saying, no, machines have no rights and all that stuff, and it just devolving into global war on an epic scale. That's really cool, and that's the kind of stuff that we didn't get from the Matrix movies. The closest we get is Morpheus in the first movie saying, uh, you know, we don't know who fired the first shot, but we know we blocked out the sun. And that's about really, other than some, you know, other than some like vague comments, that's the most we get in terms of what led to this world. Then you get four, I think, really interesting shorts that just expand the world a little bit. Um, my favorite. Um, I think my favorite of these ones is called Beyond, uh, starring Asuka, uh, where she uh, finds a haunted house where these kids play, and it's just a big glitch of the Matrix, mm-hmm. 
and it kind of expands upon what Oracle was talking about, where like myths and angels and uh, demons and vampires and where was all that stuff that we we know about our world is just glitches in the matrix. And so this haunted house where these kids play is a glitch in the matrix that the agents swoop in and fix by the end of the by the end of the of uh, the short. I thought that was really interesting because it shows you, you know, life inside the matrix. In a similar fashion, you get world record, which is about a guy who in the matrix did something so extreme that he actually physically broke himself out of the matrix without realizing what he was doing. They say a lot of people at the beginning, they have a narration that says a lot of smart people, a lot of like discerning people in the matrix can figure it out. But every now and then somebody does it by sheer accident. And so that's an interesting idea. I didn't love the animation style on that. It was really, it was kind of grotesque, but in theory, that's an interesting idea that in no way involves Neo or any of them. Um, you get a couple other ones like this. You get a um, program about um, people fighting in Japan. You get matriculated, which I didn't really care for. Um, no, matriculated. <coughs> matriculated. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you done this before? <coughs> done. Easy now. Done killed him on matriculated. Ooh. I need a drink. Someone else. It's too anime. Um, it's too uh, anime. I have the exact opposite. It's too anime for me. My, the last three expand on background, back, you know, character backgrounds. My absolute least favorite was Beyond. I really? absolutely hated that one. Oh, but I loved Asuka in this. Didn't did you love not, Asuka? Didn't know. I absolutely did not. I didn't. I honestly only remember the cat's name. Yuki. Yep, that's I it. I don't remember yeah. the character. I hated that one so much. I was bored out of my mind. I didn't I was remember not the character's name either. Any she of looks like. Moment. She looks like uh, uh, Empress of Tomorrow. My favorite one was uh, what well, I wrote it down. Final Flight of Osiris was my favorite one. Really, I really that was enjoyed one of my least favorites. Well, because I wanted to see those are the people that I was most interested in throughout yeah. the whole thing. You yeah. give me a show of these people, you got me signed up. I thought it was weird, the weird like sexual tension with the training. That was a little lot. That of was that I didn't was need a, that. That was, that was a little. That was a little animated. But it hooked me in the story that they were trying to tell because it was very similar to the <clears> first. <throat> Matrix. It's also why I liked um, uh, Program. Program's good, yeah. Too. And it was in because it was very similar to that first Matrix, and you're in this training program, but it gives you a different perspective from a different country. Like I liked the samurai look. I liked mm. the samurai uh, and the Japanese influence yeah. aspect of it, and I really enjoyed that. World record was a whatever. I didn't care for it. Um, I thought I liked the animation. I thought there was a lot of detail that was put into it. Oh, absolutely. It was just really impressive, and like I respected it a lot. Uh, what, detec- Detective Story? That yeah. was there. That was I fine, too. Story. I was, Detective I Story was my third favorite. Um, really? Yeah. I, Detective was probably one of my, le- my least favorites. Yeah. Uh, it just... Like, it wasn't bad. I just, I, I just think compared to the other ones, I felt like it was the most... Uh, it did the least for me. No. I, uh, well, go ahead. That, that's one other one that gives us more character backstory. We get to see more of Trinity. Yeah. You learn a little bit more about Trinity. Uh, you talked about World Record, which is... Well, I ranked them for me. So it's, I did, too. It's 1586492372. That means nothing. I know. I know. That just said that out loud for me. So, number... What was four? Fourth one was a kid story. Kid story's great. I thought it was pretty forgettable. Kid story. Honestly, kid story... The thing about kid in the movies, because you and I, we, we talked about, who is he? Like, Was that he the has, same kid? It's the same kid that no. shows up and he's like bothering Neo at the beginning of Matrix Reloaded. And we were like, we don't know who this guy is. Like, personal, personal opinion. I know a lot of people love the Matrix. Personal opinion. Kid is really uneven. He's like nobody in Matrix Reloaded. He's just kind of an annoying, not a some kid. But he's only in it for like maybe 12 minutes at most. Then, he's like a big centerpiece of Matrix Revolutions where like it's him running this ammo out at the last second and he's getting in the big mech suit and he's opening the door so that uh, so that the, the ship can come in and set off the EMP. He has like a big pivotal thing yeah. but he's got like zero build up and this was nice because it gives you some build up that they honestly I, they could have put th- that actual story in Matrix Reloaded and I feel like we as the audience would have actually liked Kid because now here's a new kid here's here's a Here's, Neo was pulled out of the Matrix by Morpheus. Here's Neo pulling a kid out of the Matrix. And so now here's like a new person for the audience to go, oh man, they got another kid. And he can kind of be like, you know, he can be Neo's apprentice, if you will. And we get to see his journey over those two movies. But he just comes out of nowhere, does really nothing, 
then does really nothing for a lot longer, then then does the most important thing in the franchise. Well, maybe not the franchise, but one of the most important things that he could do. I, I, I like the kid's story a lot. Uh, the two-parter was my second... I put them together because there's no reason for it to be two parts. That was great. Yeah, hey, uh, it should be. It should no, be two parts. That was great. Uh, no, they were bad like that. Why and not? then beyond. That was good. Those are my those are my bottom two. What about you, Josh? Um, I didn't rank them. Now that you've gotten some water, and I won't. Yeah, I can speak now, and I don't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> Something about matriculated. Oh, was that the one? Yeah. Was it that okay? That was uh, one where they they put a robot in the matrix. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Or put a machine in the matrix. That one was a little too out there for me. Didn't like it. No, it was a little too anime. Like it was um, like the, the it was too hard to look at for me. I yeah I was I I don't understand why the second Renaissance was split into two parts. It just I don't know why I'm really stuck on it. It, it there's no reason it should just be one short. It should film. Just be one. I don't really like. Know it's why like it's a weird it. trying to make a statement to it, make it two of it. It wasn't like especially it, when they're presented together. It wasn't like the two installments like back to had back. that much mm-hmm. different right. in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like, here's the story of the Second Renaissance, the first hundred years. Here's the story 800 years after that, where it's like, okay, it makes sense to right. make it two parts because they're like two completely different time frames. No, like one picks up like right where the other left, left off. I didn't care f- for it too much just because I felt like it was a lot of, it was like heavy on the action sequences. And I just didn't feel like I got a lot of story out of it, I guess. I got nothing but story out of it. Well, I don't that's know. good. I mean, I, it, it gave you, it gave you, it gave you a sense of history. It gave you a it sense does. of brutality. It gave you a sense of where every, where everything kind of went wrong. And it's the the guy who I think I think the lead animator, unless I'm reading this wrong, is the guy who did all the concept art for or a lot of the concept artwork for the Matrix and for the Matrix comic book. And he's coming back for Matrix Four. Oh, that's interesting. We do. And. Um... I mean, I don't want to just go through and comment on all of them. Final Flight of the Osiris was... It felt incomplete to me. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Like, I did like it, but it did feel very... It felt like a video and that's game what, that's what makes me, like... I think it ended, and I was like... What was the point of it? Yeah. What was the story? Like, we saw two people inside... The Matrix mm-hmm. in a hologram, holodeck type situation for yeah. Star Trek fans. <laughs> um, fighting half naked for some reason. Yeah. Or becoming increasingly naked. Becoming increasingly naked as they yeah. fight. Then it's like, oh shit, the Sentinels are here, let's go fight. And then they fought, and then it ended yeah. <laughs> with, was- with, the, with the main uh, female character dying. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, that was kind of cool, but it literally didn't do anything. I, I think for me, it really is just a matter of... it. Di- I think that each piece makes sense in what it's trying to do. I just wish that they would have made each piece tell a more formed story. You wish there was an overarching story. Well, not even an overarching story. I wish they fit together. I don't really have an analogy for it. I want to call it a puzzle, but a puzzle comes to with an overarching theme. And I don't need an overarching theme. I just wish that they were ordered in a way that would have given me more. Because... It seems like it goes over here, and then it goes over here, and then it goes back here, and then it goes all the way back over there. And I'm like, well, why isn't that one with this one, and this one with this one? Like, if they just moved the order, I feel like it would be better. I, I agree, because, like, looking at, these th- looking at all these short films, you get a sense that, like, nothing here, that nothing here like, makes sense of its own, I want to say. I'm, I'm having a hard time wording this, because, like, that's... These anime short films that they that they've done, I think, are a great concept. I think their execution was not good. Not all of them. Not all of them. Some of them are better than others, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think some are definitely they stand, stand out. out better. Yeah. 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 I will say that of all of them, Detective Story was my favorite. And, really? Yeah, Detective Story is my favorite because it links right into the first Matrix. And it it stars Trinity, mm-hmm. and it's Trinity. When say stars, it has Trinity. It has it it it's it's uh, they're trying to find like they're trying to find the hacker Trinity. Mm-hmm. It's based on that noir that noir theme, mm-hmm. which the Matrix kind of has there in the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's a perfect it's a perfect setting for it. I wonder if these movies. If they were ever like released while the movies were being like 
while the movies were coming out, like if they just showcased a movie like before, mm-hmm. before they before they premiered. Yeah, I know they did that with with Final Flight of the Osiris. That yeah. premiered in theaters ahead of Matrix Reloaded, mm-hmm. and, and in front and of the Dreamcatcher, and it was the only one that did that. Um, I wonder why they didn't do it the other ones. Maybe they well, they were only there was only one other. But like, I mean, they could just break them up and just like show different ones at each. I mean, they could have shown them in front of different movies. I guess in yeah. the, they, they could showed, have, but they, 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 they had enough. Called Dreamcatcher. They could have shown some. See, of the and other that's ones strange to me Warner because Brothers like, movies. why would you want to watch that if you were trying to watch a movie called Dreamcatcher and you're not a Matrix fan? I mean, you know what I mean. Why would you want to watch a Simpsons short if you're going to see Frozen two? I don't know. I don't disagree with you on that but either. <laughs> it's this is that, that's how shorts used to work. You used to get a Looney Tunes short, and then you got a then you got a movie about the Terminator. And the it was just kind of like however however these these uh the, you know this system used to work. We don't really see shorts anymore but then except you, in front of Disney and Pixar. Movies. You run into the issue that we already discussed, where this the one they chose, Final Flight of the Osiris, is not a complete story to no, tell. It really is like those uh, like the Simpsons shorts and all those the Looney Tunes and Disney shorts. They tell a complete story. Yeah. This is just like a weird cutscene from a movie that half the audience may not have even seen, and exactly. they were probably left wondering, what the was that? That's why, I, it's why, <laughs> it's why it's towards the bottom of my While I think... And it was 2003. I mean, today they could drop these on YouTube every two months oh, yeah, yeah, before yeah. the movie released, but they can't do, couldn't do that then. Yeah, I, I, I think The Flight of Osiris, it looks great, and especially <clears> for the time period, it's really forward in its animation style. But in terms of an overall thing, even though it's supposed to be like the, a prequel that builds right into Matrix Reloaded, I feel like it doesn't, it, it's not enough for me. Yeah. Um, I actually reached out to, a guy commented on our Matrix Reloaded uh, podcast. Um, and said we're wrong and we're stupid and we don't know what no, we're talking about. No, he didn't. Just I, you. Fascinatingly, <laughs> he didn't say any of that stuff, even though you and I were very not happy about The Matrix Reloaded. But he said that he, well, he recommended we watch The Animatrix. Mm-hmm. And he talked, he said that, you know, we should check out some of his videos because he's a Matrix fan, uh, like a video account, right? So I watched a few of his stuff. I reached out to him to ask what he thought the biggest takeaway from The Animatrix was. Um, and he said that The Animatrix gives, for anybody who's interested in this type of thing, a greater sense of the history and a greater sense of the some of the connections that make up the characters in the Matrix. That I think he's talking about your kid story. He's talking about detective story, and he's talking about um, uh, Final Flight of Osiris in that sense of getting a greater sense of the the the, imp, the the characters and their connections. And then he's talking about Second Renaissance. He 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 loves because it gives you an actual sense of. What happened? It's kind of like uh, going back in time. Like I would love to see a world, almost. I mean, like you talked about shows. I'd love to see a show about the early days of the Matrix and, the, and that war. Like you know, who was the first person to figure out they were in the Matrix, or who was the first person to get pulled out of the Matrix, and what impact that had. Mm-hmm. And then um, I asked him, and I think this is important, or her. Um, I think it's him though. Uh, uh, I asked them what. If he recommended that if you're gonna if you're new to the Matrix or if you're introducing somebody to the Matrix, should they watch Animatrix first? Because or not not first. Should they watch it after the Matrix and before the the re the re sequels? And he said yes. He said that in addition to setting up some of the things that happen in Reloaded and Revolutions, like Kid Story and and Flight of Osiris and all that stuff. Uh, he said that it, he thinks it'll just give you a better appreciation for the little bit of detail you actually get out of two and three. I paraphrase there a little bit at the end, but he said not everybody's gonna like the sequels. But I definitely think that at least watching Animatrix before Revolutions is key to understanding uh, the flow of the experience that the Wachowskis tried to design. And that uh, Neo Matrix Neo Matrixology on uh, YouTube and Twitter Neo Matrixology. So. Okay. Check them out if you're into like I never appreciate that feedback. Yeah, I never, I never really cared or, or looked into the Matrix, but it was really since you know since he commented on our video, I just reached out and asked him what uh, what he thought, and I think he understands. A lot of people don't like some of the Matrix movies, yeah. uh, but yeah. I, but but obviously every every franchise <laughs> has their has their diehard. Marino definitely has definitely. their diehard yeah. and has their big fans. Somebody's favorite movie is Matrix or is Men in Black Two. We found that yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's always great. I, and I get where he's coming from. I think that if I would have watched Animatrix after um, right after the first Matrix, yeah. then I would have appreciated it more. And I think that the fact that I enjoyed these as much as I did, despite my sheer hatred towards those last two, yeah, uh, really impacted how I feel about this one too. No, I, I think I was just. I think 
I really, I've never had movies like those two impact me the way that they really have. It's so wild. Like, you watch so much worse stuff what? than those yeah. two. Yeah, but yeah. like, I, I don't know how to explain it. I think I was just... You guys watched I, Sin I went City through this Kill whole, a Dame. Right. I went through this whole... Yeah, but I was never into Sin City. I know. Like, I went through this whole whirlwind of like, I always liked The Matrix and it's pretty cool, whatever. And then I watched it again and I was like, oh my god, this is so much better than I remember. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm excited. And then it was like, no you're not. And it punched me right in the face and was like, ha death becomes you. And I was like, oh hell, this is the, this is the worst I've felt in a long time. And I think that those two movies really have soured me on this entire world. That's okay. so weird and such yeah. a shame because they have no impact on my thought of the world at all. No, and and, and I don't. Th- I know it doesn't you either. No, no and I, I share your 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 lack your lack of enthusiasm to see this continue. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised by the this collection because I found I found a lot I found more good in it than bad, and I really uh, it hasn't made me necessarily excited for Matrix Four. However. Uh, to bring up, I, I want to bring up a, a fan theory that Neo turned me on to. Neo Matrixology turned me on to. Okay. I'll talk about that for Matrix Four here in a little bit, though, because um, I think someone else should talk besides me. Oh, well, honestly, <laughs> if, you, a good, if, you have, there. if you have if you had something to add before we move on, I think it's probably the right time because I think we've honestly talked this collection to its conclusion. Do you guys want to talk about? Are you guys anime fans? No. I'm not either. Nope. Um, it depends. I'm not opposed to it. I know a lot of people are like hard no on anime for some reason, but like I at least give it a chance because it's just like anything else. It'll tell a story. So yeah. like I mean I, I usually like the darker ones. So like I've seen Death Note. I've seen Psychopaths. Um, I'm not a big fan of like the super bright, bubbly fun time ones. So I'm not a big fan. Not of the those. ones that I'm familiar with. Then yeah, like Pokemon. Well, even Pokemon, I can Pokemon. Yeah. I wouldn't. Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, I wouldn't say are like well, now don't over the Yu-Gi-Oh top. Into, I almost so straight trash garbage. I almost, I almost exclusively <laughs> in terms of anime. I almost exclusively only. I pretty much just watched the ones that were commercials for toys when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean I'm Pokemon no expert, Yu-Gi-Oh. but I at least give it a chance. I watched one episode of Beyblade. Uh, yeah, okay. Well then, here I'll, I'll run down this this theory for what how. Not many, all of them are anime though. Some of them. What these that ones? first yeah. one was not anime in any way, shape, or form. What? That was, the, the, a the Osiris? No, but it is no. a Japanese company. Yeah. Right, but it's I not in that. I don't know if that's the delineation. I guess that's fair. I don't, I, I don't my, you know what I think of animation anime studio, I should is say. not, yeah. was not that one. No. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't in it. It wasn't in a traditional anime style. Um, the other ones were. For the to most my part, right. I, I think, for the most part, they, they, they were. I think, um... I guess, I guess I would consider, um... Kid Detective, Story was kind of a kid, uh, Detective Story I wouldn't consider an anime. I'd, I I classified that more as a noir. Yeah. One more uh, one more fun fact I'll throw out is uh, this movie. Um, short, uh, not really, not too long after this, we also got a, a movie, a collection of shorts called Gotham Night. Mm-hmm. Um, this was during a time Warner Brothers was interested in this idea of collections of shorts to expand movies. So if you guys may or may not remember, Gotham Night is a collection of anime shorts about Batman set between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Um, I would watch that. You, yeah. you guys ever seen this? Nope. Nope. It's it's about. I, I've never been that big a fan of it, but I'm not that big a fan of anime like we just talked about. But it's it, it's it's interesting. There's some good ones like this, and there's some bad ones. I think that's only six shorts though. It was uh, it was uh, when it came out. A lot of people referred to it as Bat Matrix <laughs> because they uh, or the or the Bat Matrix or something like that because it was basically the Animatrix idea. Um, well, okay. If you guys are cool, I'll, I'll go through a little bit of this theory. I think so. Could, the only question could, I could add is, how do we feel about how uh, the styles of animation served each movie? And do we think there could have been more uh, variety in the types of animation? Or was it was each one right? Could one have been better if it was like swapped with another? Mm, I think that's interesting uh, to talk about because they are generally different, but in a good chunk of them... It feels like the differences are kind of subtle. Yeah. I mean, for people who are, like, big, big into animation, they probably are like, you're an absolute idiot. <laughs> and there are massive differences between each one. Yeah. But as a very casual viewer of animation, uh, eight out of nine looked the same to me. Really? That That's... In general. That, in that's... general. I'm being very generalizing right now. And I know that the Matrix uh, community really likes this movie, so I'm just assuming that we're losing fans left and right. <laughs> <laughs> That that's kind of the thing I get about 
uh, the Animatrix is that you know if there are nine short films and eight of them are anime, why not just do that ninth one anime anime as well? But like, I don't know that enough. I don't know that much enough about anime to say, oh yeah, well this is this is actually pretty good anime. It looks fine yeah. by anime standards. I I'm gonna say that each one of them serve their purpose well. Um, again, I say Detective Story is my favorite just because it encompassed the theme very well. Um, kids, no, not Kid Story. Uh, which is the one about the the ghosts? Um, Yuki, the Yuki one. Yeah, that's Beyond. Beyond? Beyond. Beyond. That's it. It's not sorry. about the ghosts, but it's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> but like, the haunted house. Right? The haunted house. Not a haunted house. Yeah. Yeah, but like <laughs> you know, the one about ghosts. Uh, <laughs> But like beyond, I I know I that that, that one. <laughs> I know that that one had like had really interesting <clears throat> had really interesting way to tell way to tell it th- through the anime. I feel like the anime was different out of all those. It was more colorful. It was definitely more colorful. You see, that's my. I think that if you take Kid Story and use that style of animation for Beyond, mm-hmm. that does a better job because that whole mm. point of that story is about the glitch in the Matrix, right? And mm-hmm. they're trying to fix a problem. Whereas Kid's story, that animation style was very... Uh, I don't know how to, else to explain it, but so I'll say laggy. Yeah. Where it seemed Felt like... It, yeah. it seemed like things were or playing in, a, in like a a slow echo kind of a thing. Yeah. And I feel like that animation style would have done really well Maybe. with that particular style. Um, I really liked... Um, I, I made notes on, on the style of anime. I also liked Detective Story and how they used the noir style with that mm-hmm. particular story that they're telling. I think for me, that's the one that made the most sense. Yep. Um, I really liked... I agree. Um, uh, program. I thought that worked really well with the story that they were telling. It was very classy. That was the most traditional anime, yeah. I would say. Yeah, it was very classy. Yeah. Um, it looked really, it looked really uh, vivid. Mm-hmm. It wasn't colorful, but it was very detailed. Very yeah, vivid. Yeah, yeah. And same thing with, um, oh, World Record. Yeah, World Record. Uh, World Record was very detailed. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that. that Style. I mean, I, I don't have one way or another. I completely major. forgot about World Record. Um, Matriculate reminded me of Titan AE. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Until it went into the mind of the robot, and then it got weird. Um, oh, yeah, that was some that was some trippy stuff. Yeah. And then, um, like I said, uh, Final Flight of Osiris was like any kind of like... Um, it's not as Star Wars cartoony, but that's what I got, because it was just like a regular, traditional, adult cartoon mm-hmm. style looking. Um Second Renaissance just didn't care about it. Um, I was fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought. I mean, it, I like it was fine. Yeah, the gen- the animation was fine. Yeah. Um, I thought that one seemed the most like it was trying to be like anime animation of like document footage. Yeah. Like that's what it. That's how I think they were trying to go. What they're trying to go for there. Uh, matriculated. Interesting enough, that's the the director for that was the guy who did Aeon Flux. Yeah, um, that that uh, that anime series. I like Detective Story. I think the black and white really helped that. Um, like you were talking about the noir setting, like just make it black and white, but you know, uh, animated. Um, Beyond, I like how colorful it was because it kind of felt like the fake world the Matrix tries to create for you, um, where everything's shiny and perfect. And why would you ever question that this is you know that this is a, 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 a that this isn't real. Um, I think that you're right. They could have done a little bit with the, with the haunted house. They could have maybe added some latencies, maybe some, you know, they, they did a lot of neat animation tricks to like have things smash and come back together and different stuff, but they could have maybe altered some of like how they were animating frame rates and things like that made it seem even more eerie world record. I found it to be kind of a grotesque animation style because they mm-hmm. were like showing like every muscle in the guy's body yeah. and his yeah. whole face is like shifting around. I found so that. that was kind of, yeah. I, but I don't think I think it served the story because it's all about this guy's like pure, pure athlete, super mm-hmm. detail. Um, if I was going to change one for the other, be a great Nike head. I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't know if I could do that. I would. All, I would have loved to have seen maybe. Uh, I thought Second Renaissance was good, but I might have liked to have seen that change over the course of the events. Mm. Like, if, if it started out the way it starts out, that's fine. But as things get more, as, as the war goes on, maybe the animation style sort of evolves to getting uh, more 
either ugly or more maybe more angular or maybe I don't know whatever you want to do something you know like you can see like how things evolved from being something you can recognize to being an almost unrecognizable world where these machines are plotting the sky and things like that so I don't know I, I, uh, animation stuff. I, I never really. Uh, I, I I'm not a good critique of it. No. I just know when it looks great. When it looks great, I can tell you that. Yep. Okay. Moving on from that. Yeah. What's your fan theory? So this fan theory is very interesting. So what we know about Matrix Four is that Neo and Trinity have been, you know, are are back, or at the very least, Carrie and Moss and uh, and Keanu Reeves are back. So at the end of Matrix Revolutions, Garrett won't remember this, but for the audience, I'll I'll, I'll reiterate. <laughs> we see Neo get killed yeah. in the Matrix, and his body you know dies in the real world. We see Trinity die outside the Matrix. She dies just getting impaled on a thousand spikes, and uh, and is and is just dead in the real world. Um, the theory is we see at the very end of the movie we see uh, like a flatbed. Uh, robot cart off neo's body so apparently there's a we i've never played this you guys may not have heard of it either there's a game called matrix the matrix online and the matrix online has actually carried over some of what i guess is considered canon in the matrix universe which is uh the people of zion morpheus and and such try to after this peace this truce that neo was able to, to 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 accomplish they try to get the machines to return Neo and Trinity's bodies so that they can bury him or do whatever in Zion. And the machines say no. They refuse. So they, they have kept Neo and Trinity's bodies in the machine world, or in the machine city. So the theory is that because of a story that happens in the Matrix, or similar to a story that happens on the Matrix Online, is that after this piece, Neo and Trinity were basically put back into the Matrix with new memories They've basically been blue pilled and been given a reward by the by by the by the uh, machines. They're not being used as batteries or being used for enslavement. They've been because of what they did for the machines by stopping Agent Smith. They've been basically given their perfect world. And there's even some suggestion that uh, because of what we've seen in some back state back uh, behind the scenes video that um, they've grown. They've gotten a little older. Keanu's wearing the new Keanu beard. Uh, there is, there has been like set photos suggesting that maybe Neo is now the boss of the company that he worked for in the first move in the first movie before he was uh, red pilled. And so, like the, tri- the, the 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 maybe the plot is going to be getting Neo and Trinity out of that uh, that world and back into the world of uh, Zion. And the reason that it's, it's kind of funny because the reason that they still be the first thing they pointed out was I know everybody's and a lot of people are saying but Neo and Trinity are dead, and they're like yeah but Neo and Trinity have both died twice in this franchise before that death. Neo dies at the very end of the first Matrix, and Trinity's uh, kiss brings him back to life more or less. Trinity dies at the end of Matrix Reloaded, and Neo puts his hand inside her and restarts her heart. If you all remember, so like. It's not impossible for these characters to be re- revived within the premise of the Matrix. Like their brains can be restarted, their bodies can be restarted. So, yeah, it's an interesting theory, and I don't know that again. That was a um, Neo Matrixology. That's uh, his theory, or it's a theory <laughs> he's kind of sourced through a lot of other people. I think that would make sense. I think most of the audience would accept that. Did you? Would the, you guys? Is the theory I that piece is over now, or they just want the bodies back? Because my hole in that theory is why like why go and like okay if the humans want their bodies Mm -hmm. to bury them Mm -hmm. and they're like no Mm -hmm. we're keeping them here Mm -hmm. but peace is still ongoing yeah why if that's and that's the thing is like that's that's the that seems like an unnecessary thing well that's the part of the fan theory that's not complete yet is that's something that's been requ- that, that in, in the Matrix Online. That's Morpheus's goal is to get Neo and Trinity back because he, you know, I mean, he cares for them. He, they're his friends. His, he, he loves them or whatever. Get them back. They don't belong. They're, they don't deserve to have their bodies just rotting in some machine graveyard or something like that. I think it's his personal story. I don't know if that's necessarily the viewpoint of all of Zion. The theory is not is not complete. So obviously, there's some elements of this that I think make sense. But there's going to be some parts where. We just don't know because, again, it, like he says at the beginning of his video, at this point, 
it's all speculation. But what we do know is that it's not going to be a prequel. It's not going to be set between any of the movies. It's not going to be a remake. And it's not going to be them starting over as if the other two movies never happened. Like, that's what we know right now. So, like, they're, you know, he, they're expounding on if they pick up this thread from the Matrix Online, but they could also just not. But I think that's a theory that at least makes a certain amount of sense. At least I would go, okay, fair enough. I've seen enough sci-fi fantasy type movies to know that um, characters are never dead. <laughs> and I just... If you tell me a character died and they're coming back in the sequel, it doesn't even phase me. Yeah. I don't even think twice about it. Because it of course they do. And you're right. They've already died countless times in this same franchise yeah. before they, they got to the air quote final death. That's right. Um, so I'm not even going to question it. I did just find... Um, so The Matrix Online was released in 2005 and was discontinued in June 2009 um, due to low subscription numbers. It says that at the time of closure, it only it had fewer than 500 active players. Wow. Wow. That's I still, I'm honestly kind of impressed by still 500. After that many years, years or yeah. Four or five years after, after I mean, launch. I've never played an MMORPG like that. Yeah. Um, they don't appeal to me. But... I know there's a big, I've, I've there's tried. a big crowd for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's are they still a thing? Um, like I, I, the ones that come to mind, I feel like are old and pro- like. Well, I uh, think that I think World of Warcraft yeah. that doesn't exist. Anymore, I think World it? of Warcraft. I think Starcraft. I think Le- League still of play. Legends. League of Legends. I don't think it's one. What about League yeah, of Extraordinary Gentlemen? That's a bad movie. movie. What about League of the Drown? That's a Tom Hanks movie. That is not an MMORPG. That's on the Tom, Tom, talking Tom. More Tom big. Test. I've never played one. I've tried before. Yeah, I tried. I don't know. Does uh, RuneScape is one. Skyrim still play that? I apparently. guess stuff like no, not Skyrim. No, but there is an Elder Scrolls Online, so that's what you're what thinking am I of. To, like, DC Universe Fortnite Online. style stuff. That's not. That isn't quite. That's qualifying. not. No, that's just a. That's just a. Even though there is a story element game. in some respect, I mean, they get to watch trailer premieres. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird situation. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's uh, that's enough of that. Yeah. So there's no real... There's no box office. There's no real box office stats. The only no. stat I can give you is uh, from... According to a Forbes article from 2003, the Animatrix stole 2.7 million copies on home video. That's a lot. Uh, making $68 million in 2003. So go. that's a pretty good home video release. Yeah. Um, some of the movies released um, in uh, at a few film festivals, but obviously no box office stats there. So mm-hmm. that's really it. Garrett's running the game this week. Okay. Yeah. Well. We got a total of 22 fans uh, for this particular movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been reviewed 14,344 times. I'll open the floor. Oh, and for those who might, this might be the first time watching, this is the Letterboxd oh, yeah. game where we're going to guess. It's been so long since I've won, I forgot how to do it. We forgot, we, we guessed, we guessed the score of the Letterboxd <laughs> on Letterboxd.com uh, uh, or on your Yeah, Letterboxd movie review system. We used to do Rotten Tomatoes, but they suck tomatoes, so. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah, throwing, at, throwing down the, the gauntlet on Rotten Tomatoes over here. Yeah. Big spender. All right, what do we got? What do we think? I'll go. Want me to go first, or you want to sure. go first? I'll go first. I'll, I'll say. Go first. I'll say four point oh. Four point oh. Wow. Okay. I will say. Oh, I want to hover very close to that. Four point three. Four point three. Wow. I want to say. Three point eight. Three point eight. Okay. Wow. Got a good spread here. You, David, you, you'll remember because you did a bunch of reviews. What were the Matrix uh, two and two and three? Oh, so Matrix one was four point one. Four point one. Matrix uh, two was three point eight, <laughs> I believe. Matrix Jesus. three was, I think, three point two. Okay, let me double check that because I mean, I, I wrote I wrote them down, but now I'm looking at them and I've read so many letterbox scores in the last few days that I'm honestly. Whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah. While you look, I'm just curious where it falls in the ranking system. The closest, oh, three point two for Matrix Reloaded. Sorry, a three point eight is Andrew. Oh, you say the closest. He got it exactly. No, no, no. He didn't. It's three point five. Oh, I see. Three point five. Oh, three point five. Wow. So three point five for the Animatrix. So it is the, the third highest. Third or second? Well, I don't know. Uh, well if Matrix Two was three point eight. Yeah. 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 Matrix, uh, was no, sorry. Matrix Reloaded was three point two. 
Just double check. Matrix Reloaded was three point two. Yeah, I think. And Revolutions was. Revolutions <laughs> was. Uh, I don't think it was a three. Let's see here, Matrix. I. You got the thing over there. Yeah, you. you I know. True. That's why I said I was going to pull it up. But... You, I didn't want to interrupt you. You was going no, for Matrix. Uh, Revolutions was two point eight. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah, this is the second. Highest. Highest. It's the second highest. But it doesn't quite reach. I knew people loved it. Doesn't quite reach the heights of the first Matrix, but honestly, I think for what it is, it's pretty good. I mean, I when we when we first when we first spun the wheel and we landed on the Matrix, and you asked, "Do we want to do the Animatrix?" I was like, "No, that's gonna be garbage." Because that was my honest thought. I was like, "It's a bunch of it's a bunch of like stories that weren't good enough to make it in the main movie. How good could that be?" Well, it turns out it was really good. I mean, like. I'm actually I'm actually happy now that we watched it mm-hmm. because it's like yeah. okay. I there's... thought you'd already seen it anyway. Nope. Oh. Um I'm happy now that we watched all of them because it's like now we now there's like we know there's there's it, there's this expanded universe that the Wachowskis have been trying to build and not just with three movies. So yeah. there's now uh twelve short mo- twelve movies in general. Twelve movies yeah, overall. This, uh, and soon to be a thirteenth. This made my this made me more interested in the Matrix than the first, than the second two movies did. Oh god. Um, but that said, All personal right. scores. Personal yep. scores. I would give this a three point three point two five. What the heck? Three and a quarter. Okay, so three point three. Giving that three point five <laughs> is what that is. Rounding it all the way up. No, I'll give him the three point three. Since when do we do three point threes? It don't matter. We are we it, we we've always done that because we can do it anywhere within the one to five scale. Yeah. Because we're going to round anyway with the final average. Well, hopefully that works up. Works out for us. I'd like to. So do it doesn't matter. Like you can do whatever so you want. I'd like I'm going to give. I'm gonna oh give. my god! <laughs> now you've got him self conscious. Well, he should be. It doesn't. It you takes a sneeze to make that boy feel so. That's what I'm saying. Look at you. Listen to you. What do you want to change your score to? Nothing. See, now I've done the reverse. Yeah. It's only increments of five, bro. I was going to pull a joke, but never Her mind. sister was a witch. <laughs> Somebody's a, a witch. a bubble! <laughs> Sorry. That's one of my favorite just, videos. If same, and you reminded me of it just the way you said that. Okay. 3.3. Uh, 3. I'm going to give it a solid four. This, this, wow. I think this was really good. Okay. How can you be surprised? He, he talked the most about it. And, just, those and numbers like, are high. And I gave I, I gave a fairly glowing review. Exactly. You did. you did. I didn't even read this long thing that I wrote in here. <laughs> uh, two and a half. Two and a half. Yep. That's too low. I'm gonna bully you now. It's okay. It's not. It's it ain't gonna work on it's me. It's too low. It's a three at least. Nine. It's a three at least. It was okay. For me, it's a three. It was okay. And for all of us, it's a three point two. Hang on. What? Oh, for the combined, it's a three point two. Combined is three point two. Mm. So, a three. Mm. Yep. Mm. Well, All you right. just said it's at least a three, and we got that. So. It is, but actually, I don't know. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I just don't like Garrett today. <laughs> I don't like the Matrix any day, apparently. <laughs> Except for the first one. <laughs> hey, I ranked it higher than the other two. I'm just kidding. You hey. did. He did. He did. This is uh, Garrett's yeah. second favorite Matrix movie. Yeah. It's hard to say. Okay. Well. I think that wraps up this episode of So Many Sequels. Um, if you're listening to us on the podcast feed, go check out our YouTube channel. Um, search for So Many Sequels on YouTube. We don't have a custom URL yet because we need a specified amount of subscribers. Yes, sir. And we've not reached that yet. So <gasps> if you would please subscribe, we can get a fancy custom URL, and that would be really swell. Hot. Yeah. So, again... But, what are you, Paris Hilton? But if you said, <laughs> you said hot... I guess I did. You, you don't even know what you said. I remember saying something. I don't remember that. This boy. <laughs> he goes in and out. He this, goes in and you out. You heard him say hi, right? I told you. This man in his brain is an old memory card. It only has so much space. Oh, God. And you got to start deleting stuff. What is this, like 2003? <laughs> this man's a PS2 memory card for a brain. <laughs> PS1, maybe. Eight megabytes. Oh, That's all he's got. No, it's 64. Jeez. All he remembers is dates. <laughs> yeah, he remembers random dates and time. Uh, anyway, find us on YouTube. And on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for so many sequels there. And if you're watching the YouTube channel, you can go find us on the podcast feed in your favorite podcasting app. Yeah, listen to us while you drive. Yeah. For real. <laughs> I, got, I got a phone call from someone who said they did that today. Oh, oh nice. Cool. Okay, cool. Listen to us while you drive. And um, Patreon. 
so many sequels on Patreon. That's right. Go uh, throw us a dollar or two or five. That'll help us um, hopefully get a website going and all that fun stuff. That'll be hot. Yeah. <laughs> well, we might just <laughs> we might just start setting up a Venmo because man, I'll tell you what, Patreon and all the other stuff really drains the the cash out of that. Yeah. Do they? No, I mean not to, not if we were making five hundred dollars a month, but when mm. you're making not very much at <laughs> yeah. all, it's like their cut is is bigger. Their cut seems bigger. Okay. Yeah. So does PayPal's. Um. We'll be back next week with a brand new series. Check out our uh, social media feeds later this week, if you're watching this in real time, to find out what our next series is going to be. It'll be good. And if Hopefully. you subscribe, you'll just get it. Listen, I can't go through this again. I need a good movie. Well, you, you might be oh, SOL. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, I have been saying for years that we need better movies on this list, and y'all keep adding purposefully bad ones. There's not... They don't we make sequels to good movies. We already talk about good ones. They're so fun to talk about. If that's the case, then stop adding bad ones. <laughs> well, the thing is, we've already got all the good all the movies sequels. on. you got to add any new sequels. Yeah. Not until we've run out. Look, I added Young Guns, okay? I don't have a problem with Young Guns. I don't have a problem with Young Guns either. So I'm bringing stuff to the table. What do even you if bring, it's a ba- Even if it's a bad movie, I just need it to be fun to make fun of. Oh, yeah, yeah. We these, were just, these were just disappointing. I would. We got some of those on the wheel, no doubt. Okay. I think um, you need to watch more movies with me because <laughs> probably any movie's a bad any, even any movie can be a good movie. Well, maybe we can start we, doing that. We get all DP yeah. around. We can have movie nights. What did you say? We can have movie nights. I thought you said movie dates. <laughs> well, that too. That made me uncomfortable. You want a little sweet DP? Bring in some. Uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody bring the drink. Somebody bring Is the that candy. You we'll or a Dr. Food. Pepper? Little sweet. Both. <laughs> can I bring the popcorn? No. 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 Oh. I know you have a popcorn maker, but no, we need, because you'll we need put like popcorn. you'll put like shortcake That's in true. the popcorn. That yes, is, that is true. At least for now, what? Circle Cinema in Tulsa is still doing weekend curbside pickup for movie snacks. Uh, you get a big tub of popcorn, you get a large candy, you get two drinks, and you get like an assortment of different flavors of Kit Kat for twenty bucks. So um, you should do that on the weekends because it's a really good way to uh, support Tulsa's only independent uh, movie theater. That's right. And you get good movie snacks that we've been missing for so long. Uh, I'm wearing a Circle Cinema shirt that I got from Flash Flood Prints in Tulsa. Um, they're doing a Rising Tide fundraiser you can find on their website to support various um, different businesses and artists in Tulsa. Um, Our old uh, we just, we Radio. We just found out yeah. that RSU Radio has a shirt that you oh, can buy. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Flash Flood is printing an RSU Radio shirt All right. uh, for like 20 bucks, I think, and uh, a portion of the proceeds goes to help them. That sounds cool. Each shirt goes to help whatever business the shirt's for. So yeah, that makes sense. It's a cool, it's a cool project. Uh, check them out. Um, that's it. Until next time. Thanks for watching.